I just want to see if this is a thing. It is. My goodness. We're going to play just a little bit of that right now. Oh, no. <laughs> Isaac, Go. I wish you could hear this. Dude, see? That's what I'm saying. I'm on the... I feel like I'm on the dark side of the moon right now. This like, is great. I don't get reception well. I can't hear anything. <laughs> Ooh, Malachi, Shalabo! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Heart Peace Podcast, your holistic relationship talk show for gamers. I am Master Joe, and I am joined by my co-host, Master Ice. What's going on, man? What is happening? I'm good. Good, good, good. I'm good. Everybody's doing good. This is episode 30 of the Heart Peace Podcast, and I probably sound like I'm in a hyperbolic echo time chamber because I kind of am. Uh, (laughs) Wait. What did he say? A hyperbolic echo time, 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 time. Hey, how do you spell hyperbolic? Um, it starts with an H. That's all I got. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey, um, I'm currently down here in uh, sunny Fort Lauderdale, Florida, uh, at our uh, at an apartment where my dad is staying, which is actually going to be the apartment where uh, Master Wife will be staying when we move down here. Uh, I think we'll master talk to couple. You guys. Yeah, we'll be master couple down in sunny Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale ain't ready. They ain't ready for all this this mastery, uh, but they will be. They will they will learn. Uh, so the room I'm currently in is probably the worst thing you could record in. It has hardwood floors. Uh, it has nothing on the walls. It, mm. it is. I'm in the middle of the room. Bounce my sound. <laughs> so just throw it around. I apologize. Um, f- yes, for the inconvenience. But <laughs> but nothing I can do about it. Tell you what, let's move on to our major. Wait a minute, I gotta. Oh, I gotta do the thing differently. Okay, Uh-oh. here we go. Major, there it is. Heart piece of the week. Got to get that friggin' Triforce tune, man. It's good stuff. Uh, do you want to go first on this one, man? I feel like I've been going first. Well, I just. I mean, it's your show, so. Well, you know, but, I mean, you know, but I'm, but I mean, if you want to offer, I mean, that's cool. I, I can, I can do something. I mean, I'd love to extend the offer of, of friendship and <laughs> what? Well, I think you're such a generous and kind host. I just like to like to say that. I, uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate, I try. But so let me, uh, yeah, let me jump in this thing right quick. I actually have, uh, I know you guys are expecting the darkness of the mm. black heart piece. <laughs> And uh, believe me, I have been brooding. It's like a constant threat. You never know I, when it's gonna when it's gonna happen. I just wanna I just wanna keep them on their toes. But uh, but this it's gonna be a regular heart piece, guys. It's gonna be a good heart piece. Oh, uh, and so my heart piece really is uh, is uh, what I want to call it. Uh, chivalry is what I'll call it. Chivalry. Uh, okay. Yeah, I discovered that it's not dead. Um, oh. And it may only be alive, and I think a select few species, uh, a select few members of the species uh, left on the planet, but it's still alive. Um, so for me, my chivalrous uh, heart piece thing today was I noticed uh, that, well, oh, look, sorry, quick backstory. So my wife injured her ankle. She's in a cast, and she's got crutches, and we've been down to the orthopedic uh, doctor a few times for you non-nerd brainiacs. That's the doctor you go to when you break something. The orthopedic guy. Anyway, while at 
this uh, orthopedic center, several times there are people coming in and out of the front door. You're waiting in the lobby, which, by the way, is the worst place you want to be in at any type of medical facility, be it the ER or just your minute clinic. The lobby is the worst place. The lobby is like the lobby's like a Ubisoft. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the it's like an Ubisoft, Ubisoft server room. Like it's just a place you don't want to be. Um, it, it's like I'd rather be on the lab operating table. Yo, shout out to Assassin's, Assassin's Creed uh, Three or whichever yeah. one it was. Stop. <laughs> For those of y'all that did catch the lobby was terrible. Uh, um, but yes, yeah, so anyway, the lobby's the worst place. So we're in the lobby, and the lobby is actually it's got two sets of double glass doors. Uh, that are with probably about maybe five feet. So there's like a little foyer and then you're in the main lobby. Anyway, so the doors, of course, they're automatic. And uh, I'm sorry, they're not automatic. They have that oh, little what? button that you press where if you're in a wheelchair. Oh, okay. They are, you're, you know, uh, I don't, you're not handicapped. What's the PC word? Uh, you are. Lazy. Thank you. <laughs> when you feel lazy. So anyway, uh, my wife was inside, and there was people coming in. So there's a couple older folks, and they're on crutches, or they have full walkers. And I noticed people weren't, like, opening the door for them. And I don't know if you've watched a person using a walker or crutches. Uh, they don't move as fast as regular people. They're, they're, uh, they're traditionally not as mobile as yeah, their bipedal compadres. Yeah, by, by a few, what? hours behind yes they move hours slower than the rest of us little, so a little bit little bit uh and it's more work for them to do extra things like even to stop maneuver themselves to reach the handicap button i'm sorry the lazy button and uh open the door so i just without thinking start holding the door open for people you know whether it's older men women and i got a few thank yous and a cute few kind of like oh this is weird you are black and <laughs> just stop right there right just like wait this is this is strange you're sir do you know you're black it's uh, really and i felt like oh my god like i didn't know that right. sorry i had to throw that in i like just throwing race things in there no, it's black history like, month what? man it's black history month black power but uh, uh shout outs to the to the black panthers and and malcolm x also to my smart <laughs> to my smart black folks uh web boys and uh martin luther king uh, oh, I was like, and, uh, I was like, is he only going to acknowledge the violent blacks, like, the that, ones that want? You know, I just want the pat one hit out the passionate ones first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me wrap it up. I know I'm rolling too long, but anyway, so I was then people were giving me interesting looks. Some were like, "Oh, thank you," and some were like, "Wow, I really can't believe that someone actually still does this kind of look." Hmm. Um, and um, you know, and like I said, most of them are older people, and it's mostly older white uh, men and women. But anyway, that's my heartbeat. So I just think, hey, if you see a moment, you know, don't don't think on stuff like that. Just do the stuff your mom and dad taught you to do. If they didn't do it, then I don't know, get a new mom and dad or get a uh, new mom and if, dad. If they're if they're gone, you know, start doing things better than your mom and dad or whatever. Or maybe you need to go back to your mom and dad if they're still alive and be like, hey, why do you guys teach me this like chivalry thing? I don't understand. So right, um, this is you know, true, hold man. the door open for the people. You know, pull the, your chair out, uh, chair out for your wife. Make sure put the chair back so she can sit at it. Okay, <laughs> not practical joke time. Open the door, that kind of thing, guys. Uh, you know, and women can be chivalrous too. I'm not, a, I'm not a gender bias. You know, chivalrous. Yeah, chivalry, chivalry knows no bounds. Exactly, it doesn't. So anyway, that's my heart piece, guys. Go out, be chivalrous, uh, do nice things for people who need them. That's what's up, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get in here with, with my heart piece, but I just wanted to say real quick. Uh, it was one thing that you said. Gosh, what was it? I wanted. Uh -oh. To, I went, oh, oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm on, I'm on Facebook. I'm looking around, 
and uh, has to do with elderly people. First of all, too, I want to clarify for any for any of the um actually people. Uh, when we talk about the handicap button, we we mean if you use the handicap button and you ain't handicapped, you lazy. I'm pretty <laughs> sure on the on the lazy scale, yeah, that, and I and I just looked at it by the way. But it's <laughs> it's number two on the lazy scale. It comes yeah. in at a, at a two. It does right behind the remote is right next to yeah. you. Yeah, it's, the, the, it's the handicap button for people that are handicapped. It's the lazy button for everyone else. Uh, but I want to get into into my heart piece as well here. So I okay, I'm in Florida. I was uh, let me see. I was. Where there's a lot of old people, by the there way. There are. There are. Oh, yeah. I was trying to tell my story about the old people. Okay, so I was on Facebook. I'm looking, and uh, there's a video that someone put up. I forget who it was, but if you're listening, you know who you are. Uh, remind me or something. Send me a message. But it's a video of a bunch of old people on like some kind of a hiking trip or something. They make a stop at this giant seesaw. Mm-mm. I feel like the punchline is going to be epic. There's a there's it. a group of about I want to say 15 elderly folks, okay? And they're they're looking at this seesaw and they're like, "Okay. Someone says, let's take a picture of all the elderly folks on the seesaw." It's a giant seesaw, okay? It's made of like a a tree branch, like a, you know, log. It's huge. Uh so all these elderly folks are lined up on the seesaw. Like some of the ones that aren't quite on the seesaw, some of, like they've gone to the other end of the seesaw. Okay. Mm. And then like the people on the far end are up high, you know, people on the low end are loading onto the seesaw. And so they get onto the seesaw and they get it to go, you know, everyone's on, they get the seesaw to balance out and go down to the other side. Or they get it to balance out, I think. And then they're trying to uh, take that picture. But the person, there's a person in the middle, okay? Mm-mm. So there's 15 people, you know, there's, there's, there's uh, you know, somebody on one side, there's, you know, seven on one side, seven on the other side, and then one in the middle. The guy in the middle shifts slightly from the right to the left. Oh. And this slight shift causes the seesaw to <laughs> initiate gravity and where one side starts to go up and the other side starts to go down. Oh, and, I mean, it, it, this part that goes down, it hits the floor the 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 high side you know bucks up the elderly folks that were on that side and they mm. all collapse it's got to be like at least i'll say a 5 foot drop to the ground mm. and man you watch it and you're just like oh my god i hope they're not dead like i hope they didn't break their hips cuz it's 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 ugly no one gets up afterwards so yeah elderly people on the seesaw <laughs> no one gets up <laughs> probably not a good idea probably wish they had a handicap button installed for that one cuz see and that's saying. because that middle guy failed yeah, to man. pay attention back in physics so to... more of the story keep your eye on the guy in the middle <laughs> i'm telling you make sure he's familiar with newton's law every action equal and opposite reaction right. if you move one way <laughs> It's going to go up or down <laughs> on the other side. So It's rough out there. It really You might want to ask the guy. In fact, when you get on a plane and they ask you about sitting in the emergency exit, you may just want to check with the guy in front of you to see <laughs> if he knows. Hey, boss. Hey. Uh, are you familiar with uh, Isaac Newton's uh, laws relative? Are you sure? The three laws? Yeah, man. Okay. I Good. mean, whenever, whenever I get that middle seat in the plane, I'm always trying to do my part. You know, Yeah, dude. Do your trying part. Trying to take up too much elbow space, set up the equilibrium. Yeah. But, just you know. Don't. It's all about balance. Uh, it's all about balance, man. But anyway, my uh, my, <laughs> my heart piece 
actual harpies of the week is I'm down here in Florida. For those of you that don't know, I'm a I'm a competitive Smash Bros. player. I'm not like good, you know, by any means, but I play the game competitively. He's great. All right, I mean, okay, but uh, you know, I do my stream, and you know, I play on Saturday. I'll be playing a little bit uh, later today. We're recording this on a Saturday. Um, nice. But they have a gaming center down here called the Versus Gaming Center, where they have a Smash Bros. Weekly tournament for Smash Four. Uh, for those of you that are in the scene, this is like Xanadu up in Baltimore with the homies TK Breezy and the phenomenal EE up there with Gimmer and everybody at the VG uh, boot camp, video game boot camp. It's like it's like an event like that. It's hosted by a guy named DC who's a big commentator in the in the community down here in South Florida. So I was like, okay, they're having it on Thursdays. It's like 15 minutes from where I'm staying. I'm going to go to this thing because, you know, when we move down here, this is going to be my scene. So I'll go check it out. So I go there. I enter the tournament, get bodied. And I'm like... Dang, get body. They are yeah. So like Debo. <laughs> so the the term I'm let you Google that. The, get I got bodied. I got two owed by a Diddy Kong. I mean I took a stock off in both games, but you know he had like a 59 percent lead on me going into the last stock every time. So I got knocked in the losers first round. Then I beat a Bowser. I was happy about that. But I mean you know zero suit versus Bowser. I'm kind of supposed to win. And then after that, I played a Bowser Jr. Took it to game three, but got knocked out. So I was like, dang, this stinks. But, you know, the cool part about it, because I've been to tournaments in North Carolina, right? And it's like, you know, you lose, and then you're just kind of there. There aren't really any other uh, <laughs> there aren't really any other setups you can use to play. Uh, you kind of just watch everyone else continue in the tournament. Uh, if you go by yourself, God forbid, then you have no one to talk to about your losses. You just, you just kind of... You're just kind of there to observe, looking like John Travolta in that meme of him, like just looking around. <laughs> oh man, that's... it's terrible. But this place, oh. the, the venue is incredible. They have all these setups. They have some that are specifically dedicated for the tournament, but then they have ones you can just play friendlies on when you lose, or if you're trying to practice warm up for your next match. So I'm sitting down at this couch with you know these other guys were in a rotation playing King of the Hill style, and it was awesome, man. Like I was awesome. I, I did really well there. Surprise, surprise. Uh, to quite in the loser circle, you, yeah, you yeah, did well in the on the losers couch. I did pretty well. <laughs> I took down quite a few people. Uh, in fact, the guy that beat me is Bowser Jr. When he when he eventually got knocked out of the tournament, he came and, and was sitting there too. And then I destroyed his Bowser Jr. and he switched to Sheik and, and took me out. But I was like, man, I wish I could have done that in the tournament. <laughs> But at any rate, I'm inspired. Uh, I, I really like the community. One thing about fighting games and everything is the community is always kind of like, mm, how's the community going to be? Because it could be toxic. People have egos. People are like, oh, I'm better than you and blah, blah, blah. Oh, you suck. Da, da, da. You got bodied. Rah, rah, rah. But I feel like this community. Got bodied every- smash. <laughs> everybody's just really nice. Everybody's really inclusive. They're all talking about their matches. I actually like sat down and had a conversation with Oz, who's a really, really top-level player. He was in town. Uh, I met DC, talked to him for a bit. I saw uh, Zaltis, who's like the second best uh, Rosalina Zaltus. in town. Yeah, people have names, man. They have names. Uh, and, but it was rad. Like I felt like it was an inclusive place, which is really important in a community, right? So uh, I'm really happy about that. So shout-outs to the people at Versus Gaming. I love the way they run things over there. Oh, the way they uh, they run their tournament, very easy to use, very friendly folks. Uh, definitely lived up to the to the hype of what I was expecting. So super happy that that's going to be my local scene here uh, come summertime. Uh, and you know, major major heart piece out for for those folks, man. Just keep doing keep doing the deal, keep doing the deal. Yeah, do that. Be chivalrous while you're doing it. You know, while you're be chivalrous. Be, be chivalrous. Like if the guy loses and he comes into your circle, just slide down a little bit so he can sit out. Just just because he's sad too. All, He's we, in the loser circuit, but then you can beat up on him in the loser circuit, and then you can feel like a winner. So, 
It's all good. See how, see how I did that? See how I had me put a positive spin on that? Oh, killing me. <laughs> okay. It's right. a circle of, circle of gaming life. Oh, circle this. of... Can we get that in like an eight bit? <laughs> Can we get the circle of life? I, you know what? Hold up, hold up. Do we have that? I just want to look and see really quickly. Circle, hold on. Circle of life. No. Eight bit. I just want to see if this is a thing. It is. My goodness. We're gonna play just a little bit of that right now. Oh no. Isaac, I wish you could hear this. Dude, see, that's what I'm saying. I'm on the... I feel like I'm on the dark side of the moon right now. This like, is great. I don't get reception well. I can't hear anything. <laughs> Ooh, Malachi, <laughs> <laughs> oh, That is the greatest thing ever. I'll put a link for that in the chat and get that in my podcast notes. Moving on to it's the funny. main meat and bread potatoes of this episode. Uh, we're gonna be talking about the degrees of separation. Degrees of separation. You've probably, you know, if you've if you've lived ever, you've probably heard about this. Well, unless you've only been living for like two months, or you're a, you're a baby, uh, you've probably heard about the degrees of separation theory, which basically states, you know, everyone traditionally is six people away from knowing everyone else in the world. Uh, six people. Six people. So you know, six degrees of separation. Uh, it's kind of funny where the actual like where that originated from i see you had some some info on that we were talking earlier uh where did the degrees first appear dude it was in a short story called chains fun fancy that and it's it was (laughs) it's i mean short story-ish which is (laughs) kind of interesting that a full-on theory i guess might come out of a short story which is typically fiction but Hey, man, I yeah. guess, you know, someone thought of something way back in the day later, and they were like, yeah, this may be a good idea. Let's put that on a napkin. Then, bam, by the way, it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and th- there it is. Here we go. By the way, I don't know. The guy uh, came from um, Hungary. He was Hungarian, uh, Bro, some was, author, so playwright guy. he was Hungary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So he was like, I need to figure uh, He went out to Hungary, and he, he became Hungarian because he didn't eat. <laughs> um, that's what happens if you are hungry and you don't eat. Bro, shout out hun- to all the hungry Hungarian. people, all the hungry people in the world out there in, in, in Hungary. Yeah. It's hard out there. So hungry. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So the degrees of separation and being down here in Florida, uh, some things have happened to me. We had our first Friday event, uh, which happens at the first Friday of every month here at CNI Studios. Those of you who don't know, I work at CNI Studios as a creative director. First Friday is like my baby event for video gaming. It's, you know, it's my fix. Uh, so every first Friday, we hold video games at, at CNI Studios. And this uh, month, we did a Just Dance 2016 contest. It was a lot of fun, like a doubles dance contest, you know, Valentine's Day type thing. The the winners, which was a black couple, by the way, killing it. They killed it. You know what song they killed it to? The song was they it? got the best score to? What? Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. Well. They murdered it. Like, they won by... Let me see. That's nice. Like in the end, they won by like 300 points. But when they set their their top score, it was like 2,000 away from everybody. It was insane. They murdered it. Never played the game before. Came out, won uh, two movie tickets to AMC theaters. So it was, you know, pretty cool. Uh, But at this event, a lot of people came to the event uh, that that were like in this this whole theory of degrees of separation. So a little backstory going into kind of the happenings of the night. Uh, we push this thing out, we advertise, we, you know, we say whatever. 
Uh, we do a lot of events at CNI. One of them is going to be this uh, For the Love Festival, music festival that's going to happen in March. Uh, March 12th, it's a one-day event. Uh, you know, we bring all about 40 bands to, to the, uh, to the garden at CNI and have this, you know, indoor outdoor music festival. It's, it's a huge deal. It's amazing. You can look it up on Eventbrite, get tickets if you're in the area. It's, 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 uh, it's gonna be a huge fun, but the headliner of the event is a band called further seems forever. Uh, in fact, we just announced another headliner, which is, uh, the band me without you, but further seems forever. They came into the studio and we shot, uh, some, f- some photos of them to, you know, make us uh, some ads and things like that. So it turns out that a guy by the name of Stephen Kalisif is a drummer for Further Seems Forever. Now, you, are, you might already know who Stephen Kalisif is if you're listening and, and happen to be in the retro game, retro competitive gaming community. But I didn't know who Stephen Kalisif was. I've never heard of him, you know, didn't know about the band. They just came in, shot this photo. Somebody who knew who Steve was came and talked to me and said, hey, this guy is the world record holder uh, of the original... Mario Bros. arcade game, okay? Not, not Super Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers, like with the pipes and the turtles and the pow block in the middle. You know what I'm talking about? That thing. So, what? Yeah, so he sets the, the, the all-time world record for this on Twin Galaxies back on January 15th, or January 5th, 2015. Got a score, high score, and this is wild, 5,424,920 points in this game. Well, I didn't even think the game even counted that high of <laughs> points. I didn't it's, recall. It's wild. He was telling me about it, and it's like you, you basically just you just go, you know, you just you go for as long as you possibly can, uh, and, and it's insane. But it, it, there's a video of it of the run. It's up on Twin Galaxies. We'll put it on our uh, podcast notes on the website. You can go to heartpiecepodcast.com, click on the link for this particular episode number thirty, and uh, the link will be on there along with everything else. But so yeah, this guy and he's like up there. He's he's wow. best buddies with Billy Mitchell, who that might that name might ring a bell for everybody from the King of Kong documentary. Billy Mitchell was the you know going back and forth for the lead of the world record in Donkey Kong for a while, uh, and he's like you know one of the rock stars of the retro gaming uh, community. Yeah, so retro gaming competitive community. So this guy, Steven, I'm shaking hands with him. He's telling me about everything. He's like, yeah, he's a Fort Lauderdale resident. Uh, he's in here. He knows a guy named Robert Child. Robert Child runs a, um, a uh, arcade place called Video or Arcade Game Sales here in Fort Lauderdale. And they have a whole bunch of retro games. They do a, uh, an event down here. Uh, you know, every once in a while, like a retro game night. They're going to be doing one in April. And we have a first Friday event in April. So we're like, oh, man. So we were talking about how we can collaborate and work together. And like all of that from, you know, here's a guy that came in to do a photo shoot for another thing at CNI who just happened to be in the band. You know what I mean? So it's like all this thing. And then somebody introduced me to him who I knew. So there's your degree of separation. I'm one step away from from that. Now I'm like one step away from Billy Mitchell. You know what I mean? And so it's like kind of weird. It's kind of crazy. So he was at the event. We're talking. He's having a good time. And, you know, everything's great. This guy also has the record, you know, as a fun fact for the doubles, you know, world record uh, of the original Mario Brothers set with another guy named Steven Boyer. Uh, we'll put up the video for that as well. These videos are long, too, man. Like, these things are like six hours. So it's it's incredible how long it takes. He's, he's currently working on getting the world record run for Mrs. Pac-Man. So good luck to him. He's been practicing a lot for that. Might be seeing some of that pretty soon. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I know things. Maybe I don't. <laughs> maybe i do maybe i do maybe i don't it's for me to know and for you to find out maybe 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 we'll see uh but yeah no he was there so that was awesome another person that was there 
Christy Pride. Christy Pride. Uh, Christy Pride. Christy Pride, probably best known in the gaming community for her uh, time at the Tester Season 3. This is like a reality-type TV show set up by Sony. Uh, she was on there with the likes of Ego Raptor and some other big names and like the, the personality uh, side of gaming. So, you know, she was there. We worked Christy together. Pride. <laughs> Christy Pride. We worked together uh, back at Reach Out and Play, which was an event that I held, I believe, in 2014, December at CNI Studios. We did like this charity event. We raised money for CNI Reach which is our uh, nonprofit kind of outreach organization, part of the business. Uh, we go and shoot videos for you know people that can't really afford it. We go down to Guatemala and we shoot and, and, and do a lot of work with the orphanages down there and whatnot. And the money from that event uh, helped us do that uh, in, in 2015. So you know it was really great. But I'm working with her on that. She helped me host and you know was on the stream. We did a live stream. It was a really great event. So she comes to the event last night. And uh, she's watching our doubles dance contest and having a lot of fun chatting. Uh, turns out that the way I met Christy Pride, though, like through all the beginning, was through a friend of mine uh, named, who goes by the name of Tonks. Uh, his real name's Tony, but we call him Tonks. He's a DJ down here in South Florida, DJ Tonks. He DJs a lot of the art walks here at CNI Studios uh, and other events and things. He always comes out to First Friday, brings like a bunch of stuff. Uh, he brought his PlayStation so we could all play Rocket League and whatnot. Really, really cool guy, stellar. He's been on the podcast before. And he has his own podcast called Nerd Porn. So you can check that out. We'll put a link uh, on the channel or on the, the website. But he knew Christy Pride. They're, they're personal friends, right? They know each other, grew up and everything, known each other for a long time. So I met her through him, and uh, she came back out to the event. Turns out she's uh, on the committee working with Supercon. Now, Supercon is toted as the biggest Comic-Con in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm Beach. So like the South Florida area it's the biggest comic-con comic-con is always a huge deal you got san diego comic-con in, in uh, california you've got nc comic-con in north carolina uh you know the comic-con in new york all these different huge events right comic-con oh. so supercon is the biggest one here in south florida it's going to be happening this year july 1st through the 4th uh at the miami beach convention center downtown miami uh, but she's on the committee for that, you know, doing stuff in the gaming room. So she's like, oh, man, this would be great. We could do some stuff together and whatnot. We had already planned out all of the first Friday events throughout the rest of the year, okay? And we knew Supercon was in July, and the, the first Friday in July is actually January 4th, which is also Independence Day, so yay. Uh, but we were like, listen, we should do something in June, maybe like with the cosplayers, to where they can come and test out their cosplay uh, at first Friday in June, and then take it to Supercon in July, right? I'm like, that'd be cool. Like, We'd planned that before. Well, here comes Christy, and she's like, oh, I happen to be in with Supercon. Let's do things. I'm like, oh, well, okay, that's friggin' sweet. Uh, but, you know, again, degrees of separation. Like, all these things happen because I happen to know someone who happened to know someone who has access to things or knows things or, you know, whatever. Uh, I went to the Versus Gaming Center to go back to my heart piece of the week because someone told me, in fact, Tony told me, hey, there's this place over here and they do tournaments. You know, and I'm like, oh, they do? I'll check them out. Oh, they have Smash tournaments? Oh, oh, DC's there? Oh, uh, MVD is there? All these Smashers are there? Oh my God, what? What? ESAM's there? This is like, it's insane. So like all these things happen because we talk to people. So it's just like that concept of the degrees of separation. Uh, I want to get some opinions from you, Master Ice. What do you think like has been a point uh, maybe in your own life where this you've seen this thing kind of come into play where it's like, man, if I didn't talk to this person, all of this stuff might not have happened. Wow. I think there's been a lot uh, just over the course of probably life. Um, you know, it's like networking, right? You know, people tell you it's not who it's not what you know or whatever your skill set a lot of times who you know. Yeah. And sometimes you, you know, because of who you know, 
there is a, um, you know, kind of an opening or a pathway to different things, you know, for you, how many times you're going back and trying to get recommendations from people because you hope that, you know, when you go for that job interview or you try to get, you know, a deal on that thing or whatever, like, Hey, like, yeah, I know this person or I know, Oh, I got a letter from so-and-so. So, you know, I've had things like that, but I can say most recently it was really funny. Um, I was doing, uh, I was doing what I do full time and <laughs> I was talking to, what I, do. Uh, I was talking to a guy, an older gentleman and he is a retired, uh, what was he? What did he work for? Um, us customs. He mm. was a retired us customs special agent. Uh, and he's like older, right? He's like in his sixties or whatever. Okay. But anyway, uh, interviewing him for another thing. But anyway, and talking with him when he said he was a retired U.S. Customs agent, for those of you, you know, the criminal justice world, U.S. Customs and Immigration Naturalization Services, INS, they no longer exist after 7, oh, excuse me, after 9-11. I was thinking 7-11 because I want a Slurpee. But anyway, <laughs> after 9-11, uh, it's now ICE, Immigration Customs Enforcement. Um, and then you have USCIS, uh, United States Citizenship Immigration Services. Anyway, one of my professors uh, that I was first introduced to when I started at North Carolina Central was a retired U.S. Customs agent. Mm. And so when this guy said, I said, hey, I said, do you happen to know a Bob Gaddison? Well, I said Robert Gaddison. And he was like, Robert Gaddison. Uh, I, was like, I was like, yeah, he was retired. Uh, he was out of Atlanta. He's like, oh, Bob Gaddison. I was like, yeah. I was like, Bob Gaddison. I was like, he was my professor down North Carolina Central. And so the degree of separation thing kind of for me was that Mr. Gaddison uh, was retired from customs. He was teaching at Central. Uh, he was the one that got me interested in Homeland Security and kind of criminal justice and kind of furthering myself along that that route. And this guy was someone who knew him. And so then this gentleman was telling me about all these different things. Uh, you know, about different agencies I want to work with and stuff like that uh, in the future. And so he was kind of my link, sort of kind of retro degree here back to Gaddison. Because, of course, right after I left that guy, who do you think I called? I right, called yeah. Gaddison. Mm-hmm. And so we got to talk. And, of course, Gaddison's like, hey, what are you doing? I told him what I was doing. He's like, man, no. He's like, I need to get you in touch with so-and-so and so-and-so because they can hook you up and help you get to, you know, this place and the other. So – we're going to have lunch later on in the week and then we're going to get, we'll talk and then we'll, we're going to meet up with some other guys and stuff like that. So, you know, that's kind of a little thing like for me here, you know, recently, but like, like I said, there've been several times, like you just go um, different places. I remember back um, when we were in Maryland and um, you know, I played, I played drums and I still, I still played, you know, some musical instruments, guitar and stuff. But anyway, uh, in the Christian music world back in the day, um, and maybe a little bit today. I don't know. I don't listen to him that much. But Daryl Evans was a big, big name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Evans. I happened to meet um, Daryl Evans one time. Um, I didn't play with Daryl Evans, but I met him. And so Andre Gonzalez, who's another uh, Christian musician uh, who's actually related to Justin Mine. Uh, oh, fancy that. Yeah, uh, Nelk and all that that whole crew. But anyway, I met with uh, – he was one of Daryl's protégés. And so in having known Daryl or met with Daryl a little while, I later was introduced to Andre, got to play with Andre, uh, played drums played drums for Andre Gonzalez a couple times, and I, I've run to him a couple of other times. But so, you know, just things like along that way as well. And so you just find different points in your life. You are moving uh, – 
you move further kind of in whatever, you know, you're doing, but it only is a couple of things, a couple of people, degrees of separation before you realize, hey, yeah, I know him through him, through him, through him. And it's helped me to get, you know, this thing in that place and, and, and whatever. So it's really interesting. If you're really, really, really interested about it, Facebook on their research uh, page, uh, research.facebook.com will talk about their theories. They say we're actually now three and a half degrees separated, uh, you know, between the people. Uh, because of all the people in the world now, well, they they're using the people on Facebook, but they're averaging and extrapolating out to three point five seven huh. uh, degrees of separation. It will tell you your own degrees of separation, and mine is three point one four degrees. What's the what is the website? Facebook.com. Research.facebook.com. Oh, research. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just searched through. I just searched degrees of separation. It came up on one of their blogs, but uh, oh yeah, I see. Yeah, three and a half degrees of separation. Yeah, but if you scroll down, it should tell you your own degrees. I'm uh, I'm 3.14, which is also pi, by the way, all you math geniuses. <laughs> so, uh, like we were saying earlier, my separation from people is as easy as pi. So, easiest, easiest it's pie. easy as pi. Easy as pi. I want to so. see what mine is. Let me see. You said if, you, if I scroll down here, so I've got it here. Yeah, oh, I, I see it. Joseph Miller's average degree of separation from everyone is 3.32. Huh. See? There you go. It says Mark Zuckerberg is 3.17, so not too far behind him. That's pretty wild. That's right. It's got this chart, too, uh, average degrees of separation. It says the mean, yeah, 3.57, like you were saying. Uh, it looks like you got some outliers on both ends, but the the closer side looks like you get down to maybe about 3.75-ish, 3.8, or not 3.2.75, 2.8, uh, somewhere in and around there, which is pretty cool. Exactly. That's wild. Yeah, so if, you, if you're interested in that, if you, if you have Facebook, I assume it's going to, you know, kind of pull some algorithms and things from that. But if you have it, uh, you can go to, yeah, like research.facebook.com. Click on uh, degrees of separation. We'll put a link for it in the in the notes here and see what your own degree of separation is from, from the world. <laughs> That's pretty daggone sweet. Well, listen, let's, uh, let me, let me, let me do a thing here. Uh. Let me see. I think I've lost Master Ice. Are you still there, man? No, I'm here, bro. Oh, you're there. Okay. I thought I hit something. It was, it was being weird. Okay. That is pretty dang on awesome. Yeah, so, you know, getting back to the examples, Master Wife was, was uh, I had a conversation with her just the other day, uh, you know, because she's finishing her PhD, doing her dissertation, looking for a job, you know, getting to the job hunt and all that type of stuff. She said that there is a person that she, you know, caught wind of who happens to be in the same program as she is in toxicology, uh, who's down in Florida, who's part of the, the SOT, Society of Toxicology, uh, who, you know, one of her friends had told her to send her recommendation or resume and CV to this place where this guy is and, you know, didn't know about the guy, but now she's heard of him and, like, has a name and it's like, oh, and he's also going to be at this uh, new convention thing that uh, they're going to be going to. She's getting a talk there. So, you know, she's going to send him an invite to come to the talk to hear what she has to say because they happen to work in the same, I mean, the exact same field. It's metabolic, uh, you know, uh, research, uh, you know, influences and things like that. I'm a, I'm a graphic designer. I don't understand science. <laughs> I think metabolic, that's about as good as you're going to get from me. Uh, but just really that cool. That was pretty good. It was good, right? It was good. I'm proud of myself, proud of myself. I'm paying attention a little bit, you know, taking a couple notes. But uh, no, it's, it's really great, you know. So I, I really wonder and I encourage the listeners, what 
what do you think was a degree of separation moment for you? I was thinking about a hashtag for this because I think, you know, engagement on Facebook and Twitter, all that type of stuff. We love that stuff. And we definitely want to hear your stories. You can uh, use the website to, to either write us something or comment here on the, on the page. Um, or you can just use Twitter and use the hashtag HP links. I'm going to call them links instead of degrees of separation because, I mean, this is the heart piece podcast and we do like Zelda a little bit here. So links, HP links, hashtag HP links, and then just tell us a story, a uh, short story about maybe who you met through somebody else or, you know, what your degree of separation story was. Uh, we'll be checking that type of stuff. We'll love to hear do it. from you guys, man. It's going to be great. Uh, Send as, us your degree of separation. Yes. And then also want to know how close or far away you are from the rest of us. Yes. And then also send us um, your, your degrees so we can be smarter than you. <laughs> That's right. So you see what we did there? See that? Yes. Mm. Smart, the <laughs> clever. The clever. <laughs> <laughs> the smart piece podcast. Oh, hey, I got one more thing. I don't know. I, I'm guest host, but we'll throw out there. I'm just. I would just be curious to know. Uh, maybe on the next heart piece, uh, if you guys prefer the black heart piece, <laughs> or if you'd rather Master Ice have a regular heart piece. I'm just kind of curious to see what the what the fan response might be. Oh man, I don't. I don't know. I, I feel like. I feel like you should just. I feel like you should just give like whichever one you've got. Like just, like, just do whatever I got. I feel like you just do whatever one you got because it's, it's such a raw thing. Like when it happens, you just you you never know when it's gonna be a black <laughs> art piece. You're not just like always the looming threat. <laughs> All right, well, don't guys. We'll just keep it. We'll keep it secret. I mean, do it if you want. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll, yeah, we'll definitely let us know. We love for you guys. It's gonna be great. Hey, if you have a uh, a, a Kickstarter or an idea or something like that, we're we're looking for folks. Uh, to come and chat with as well. Uh, we, we've been receiving some emails from people, so we just want to put the call out for everybody. If you listen to the show and you're like, man, I really love to go on the Heartbeats podcast and talk about my cats, then uh, <laughs> mm. I don't know, come send us an email and we'll talk about your cats. You know, uh, uh, But it'd be really cool. We want to hear from the community. want to get some of you guys on this show. We've had quite a few guests in the past as well. Uh, I've been getting really busy here in the, in the beginning of the year and working with this new format and everything with the, the shorter episodes. Uh, but uh, you know, if it's up to me, I want to be pushing out two episodes a week and It'd be great if we could have one of those uh, talking with some folks from the community. So definitely whoa, drop us whoa, a whoa, line. Whoa, whoa. Two two episodes a week. I mean, you know, just, you know, I'm just saying. I was gonna tell my co-host about it. Uh, you That's know, how I gotta find out in the, the future. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if we had two 30-minute episodes. Yeah, more content for the listeners, and I think you guys would appreciate that. So we'll we'll see what we can do. If it works, it can works. We, if it we might need to renegotiate my contract. <laughs> And with that, I think that's our show. Uh, you can listen to us, as always, uh, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, on iTunes. Benefits, man. <laughs> Shoot. Healthcare. You got no healthcare. Obamacare. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. Let's see who gets in office. Obamacare is always in, in ebb and flow oh, and flux. No. Lord, Bernie. Bernie. All right. Anyway, uh, you can listen to us. Politics out of you, can listen, you can listen to us on. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on, man! You know we all voting for Trump. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can listen to us on Stitcher, on SoundCloud. Do oh, it. God. Go listen on iTunes. <laughs> Leave us a review on iTunes. Do it. I'm dying. Or on HeartbeatsPodcast.com. You guys rock! Holy crap! And until next time. Till next time. Peace out, heart pieces. Mm-hmm.